This is a Project Humanoid production. Whammo. Hey, this is Cheesecake Souffle. No, it's not. Cheesesteak Souplex. I'm the man of a thousand names, the ever loquacious Jackson Wells, and with me as always is the plucky podcast Pooba, BP Burke. Also known as the Chief. All right. Beeps, we have a packed show today. We do. Like Limp Biscuit, I'm going to rearrange the format of this show and probably never make another Limp B I Z K I T reference ever again. All right. Um, Please don't. We will. Uh, I, I may make one later in the show, actually. Okay. We will jibber-jabber, then it came from Philly, and of course, the meat and potatoes, the main course, if you will, the wrestling segment. So you're finally coming around to how I do things. Sure. Like, when I'm eating dinner, I always save the on, like the main entree part for last. Well, when, like, when I say the meat and potatoes, that is the entree. Okay. I'm talking about, the, like, the appetizer is the... Right, yeah. It, it came from Philly and all that stuff. But I'll usually eat, like, if there's a vegetable, potato, Stupid. and then a steak, it's I dumb. will eat the vegetable, and the potato, and then the steak. Stupid. It's dumb. Why would you want your hot fucking thing to get cold? Eat a little bit. They're all hot. But but they get cold if they sit there. I, I, eat, I eat pretty fast. You do. That's not healthy. It's not good. And it, it, we're not, not going to pick you apart here. But, uh, you know, but I'm just saying it's not good to do that. But I don't understand why if you have a plate, let's just say you have, I don't know, steak, potato, mm-hmm. And, and and green beans, right? Yeah. Why wouldn't you just eat a little bit of steak and a little bit of potato, a little bit of green beans, and then do, keep doing that? I feel like I'm saving the best for last. But it gets cold. Not if you eat it fast. Yeah, it doesn't get that cold. It gets cold. You're not. You're supposed to chew a lot. You're supposed to take your time. So you like eating cold potatoes? No, but that's why I eat it all at the same time. Like, I don't... Okay. I eat, like, and if, you know... But under that thing, you... you should want to eat the best thing first completely because then you're getting the best thing the hottest. No. You don't eat the best thing. You eat it all. Okay. And then you save whatever, and then you, you get full, fuller quicker by doing it that way. Yes, that is eating slower. Yeah, I know, eating slower. And then you put the rest away and eat it later. Mm-hmm. So, so that way you have a little bit of the potato and the green, you know, the green beans and the, and the steak. You know, you do it that way. That's how I do it. You do it the way you want to do it. You're never going to change, okay? You're never going to change. Well, Ever. Anyway, let's get into the social. So, uh... If you have any questions or comments or or anything, topic suggestions, whatever, uh, cheesesteaksuplex at gmail.com. Our Instagram is cheesesteaksuplex. Facebook, cheesesteaksuplex. Twitter is Philly Suplex. And our merch is projecthumanoid.com. We have new shirts. Uh, it, w- w- give us a rating, all right? Give us a five-star rating. Not and a, a five-star flag. I'm having a stroke. A flood flag. A five-star log flume. Uh, but, but not a frog splash because yeah. that could hurt us unless it is the, uh, art bar version, then that's cool and it's the best yeah. and then you could do it. Uh, anchor Spotify, wherever you're listening, wherever you can give reviews, do it, uh, all that. And then shit. write them and say, this show is so good. I want you to allow me to give it a sixth star. I want six, not five. Right. I'm like Omega Okada. Okay. There you go. So, yeah. All right. Now, you know, that match, I think, was like four and a half. 
that the wrestling stuff is now going to come on the second. Oh, okay. Yeah, we don't do that right now. Oh. We, so we were doing, we were getting right into it. We were doing the wrestling in the beginning, but we're going to do that on the second half now because you're like, oh, people are coming for wrestling. Yeah, but they can fucking read, right? Uh, or they can hear it. Now, they, if they're listening in the beginning, now they're going to know that the second half. Yeah, but they don't know where that second half begins. Well, they can point. read and find out. I don't put timestamps in. Uh, you're supposed to. That, oh. that was part of the job description. That's oh, I, 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 I didn't. I didn't know you hired me. Oh. All right. Well, anyway, uh, so figure it out on your own, people. Uh, yeah, it's after the fucking break. Find the break, and then it's after the break. Anyway, I've been watching Vagrant Holiday recently. Have you ever heard of this guy? You've heard of him through me. Yeah, I'll that's answer. about it. And it always makes me think of a Green Day song. Okay. There's a Green Day song off of the Warning album called Deadbeat Holiday. Uh, so whenever I hear his name, I think of the song Deadbeat Holiday by Green Day. Yeah, so this guy is a stealth camper. He goes I to... I hate those people. Do you? We would always play SOCOM, mm. and they would just like no, they're just hide in a bush and shoot you while you ran by. Campers. But they were stealthy because they were hiding like a bush or something. Right, yeah. yeah stealth probably campers. Were, probably wearing like a, like a ghillie suit or something, yeah. yeah. Uh, but this guy's a stealth camper. He goes, so, okay. So he used to be known as something else. Okay. He was called uh, surveillance cameraman. Mm-hmm. And I guess he had a little bit of a following and his gimmick was he would just walk up to people with a camera and film them. Right. And he, he wouldn't say anything. He would just like film them. People were like, what are you doing? He would say, he would be like, I'm just filming. And they were like, well, can you stop? And he's like, why? Well, I'm just filming. And it would just be, be something like that, like super fucking obnoxious. And people were like, because they're like, what? what? And they were like, you don't have my permission. And he's like, yeah, I don't really need it. I'm out, outside. Right. You know, like, it's just like that. It would be like in a public place, <laughs> not a private <laughs> property, I would, I'm imagining. Sometimes it would be private property, like in a store. And they would be like, or like, like one time. Well, this is, uh, let me, let me think. Oh, no, the surveillance camera. He, he did go to a church of Scientology. And they were like. Uh, you're gonna have to leave and he's like why i'm just filming and they're like you can't film in here and he would go all right so he leaves and he comes back he's like and they were like we say you can't film in here can i take pictures was he still filming yeah he was still filming. Oh, okay yeah. and they're like no you can't you can't take pictures all right then he leaves and he comes back in and he's like can i draw and they're like no and he like he would just keep thinking getting... so like you can't be in here we are banning you from the building right like they, they kind of like yeah. a little bit and then there was like an open house and he and it, he points the camera he's like oh open house and then he goes in he's like but it's an open house and they're like yeah but we know who you are and he's like oh cool and they're like no but you can't be in here he's like but it's an open house it's for everybody to be in here he's like yeah but not for you right uh but he would do stuff like that so anyway this is going back almost fun t- with trespassing sure whatever it's it is fun uh come on like it's one of those like all of a sudden, we we don't want you here. It's trust. You're trespassing. Like, uh, well, if you are so, if you are on private property and the owner of that property does not want you there, that well, is, they're not. That the, is exactly that's not the what o- trespassing. That's not means. the owner, though. That's or, not, or somebody representing the owner. Uh, sure, uh, you know, but uh, at that point, I'd be like, I want to talk to the owner of, of Scientology. <laughs> I, would, I want to talk to Elron. Yeah, <laughs> have Elron tell me to leave and then I'll... i want to speak to xenu sir i think it's it's kind of it's corny it's that's my is it a, your opinion that it's not corny what that that like to to boot somebody like that you don't think it's corny you you like you think it's okay it, i think it's corny if you're running a business <laughs> and they're obstructing your business i think it's a it's it's good for your business i don't think he's obstructing the business there was nobody there so anyway uh so he does that and then he disappears and 
then he comes back with a new channel called Vagrant Holiday, and this one's different, where he now he's still he's totally anonymous. You don't see his anytime like there'd be a reflection, it's it's blurred out mm-hmm. or whatever. All you hear you hear his voice, but that's it. You you know he wears a lot of black. Mm-hmm. And so if you ever see this guy, film him. Why? Because then you can be like Vagrant Holiday Reveal. Why would you want to do that? To be like, why would you want to kill the mystique? That's just stupid. well, I, I wouldn't, I wouldn't do that. I would never. Like, even if I found out who he was, that would I, be the ultimate troll of a troll, though. No, why would you do that though? Then, it, then you kill the what, what's fun about the mystique, and then you don't have it anymore, and, it's, and then we're not talking about him. Uh, that, that's part of the fun. I would never do that. It's just stupid. Because um, it's not stupid to troll the fucking uh, Scientology people. They're shitheads. He's not a shithead for for doing that. He's he's like it depends on what you, how you're a troll. Like if you're trolling somebody because like uh, th- that's really really causing some kind of harm, you know, or like trauma or mental fucking. But you're you're he's trolling a fucking shitty establishment. Eh, I would I would never do that. Why would you want to take pictures of the guy? Why would you want to do that? Why would you want to kill his fucking gimmick? That's his gimmick. His gimmick is he's anonymous. So then he he comes back years later as Vagrant Holiday, and he's now a stealth camper. I guess he was always a stealth camper, but that's what this channel's about. So define stealth camping so for the audience. Basically, you take uh like a bibby or like a uh you take like like a sleeping bag, very minimal mm-hmm. uh stuff, and you just basically go and sleep in like the woods or something. Okay. Uh, you find a wooded area. The woods. Uh, you find a wooded area. The no, woods. what doesn't have to be the woods. A wooded okay. area can can be an area that's that's a small okay. area with trees and and some shrubbery. Like a park. Uh, but that's not a park. Okay. There, because there are sections like that that aren't technically yeah. the woods, but the, the, it is a wooded area. Um, but uh, he would find something like that and something where there's a where there's a good amount of cover, where there's not going to be a lot of people around or. Um, as Philly Captain would say, no good nicks, mm-hmm. um, homeless people, junkies, you know, st- stuff like that. Scientologists. Scientologists. Yeah, the worst. Um, you- you're not going to find a lot of people. A- anyway, you you want to the sleep- Welsh. <laughs> really? The Welsh? Yeah. Taking a shot. The Welsh. I found my. No, I love the Welsh. I'm kidding. They filmed Doctor Who there. They're great. Fucking Welsh. I love the Welsh. Um. So so you. Mackums. Okay. So you find uh, a place and you're basically sleeping there. So anyway, he he goes to Japan. He's in uh, where, where where does he go to? He's he's in Europe. He's in Mexico. He goes to all different places. Uh, the only thing that I've, I've seen him film as Vagrant Holiday that wasn't uh, stealth camping was he he was filming the riots uh, in Seattle. So okay. apparently he's out of Seattle. Mm-hmm. We know that much because he says it in his video. My uh, my prime suspect right now is Chris Novoselic. Okay. Yeah. It's Just not, a hunch. It's not him. Just a hunch. All right. Oh, okay. Um, but I actually found out about this dude from Angry Video Game Nerd. Okay. I was watching his channel. And he's also not Chris Novoselic. No, 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 he's not. Uh, but they were talking. It was like on his chat. Him and a, a couple of his buddies were were talking, and they were like, "They're because he was like." Yeah, at first I was like, oh, this guy sounds like an asshole. And then he they watch it and then they marathoned like all of his videos because right. it's that interesting. It, it really is. Uh, it's super fun, at, like just to see how much he doesn't spend. Like, 
I think he spent for like flights and everything. He spent like a thousand dollars to go to like ten different fucking. Wow, how's he getting such cheap flights? Uh, he there's a website that he talks about. Oh, yeah, that he's like he's like this is the website that I use to get the these cheap flights there. Because like a flight to Japan, I would think would be over a thousand dollars just by itself. No, no, you can get them super cheap. Oh wow. That's interesting. Yeah, he's got this site. Like I said, in in one video, he, he gives out the site that he uses. And uh, is it orbits? No, it wasn't oh. orbits. Uh, is it kayak? Okay, it's not. Oh, it's probably not going to be anyone you name to me. And if you do name the right one, then I would say no. That's I, the I'm right probably one not going to know the right one. Uh, I'm glad you quit after two. Yeah. Um. But anyway, yeah. So so that's what he does, and then he just he goes there and he literally sets up like he he'll he'll stash his bag. In you know, around some like trees and shrubbery, or whatever. Like he'll he'll cover it up, and then he'll go explore the towns, and he ends up ma- meeting a lot of really cute girls, mm-hmm. and that he maintains friendships with over oh. over time. Like uh, he met this one girl somewhere, and he was and he just happened to be like he happened to go to wherever they were living. Let's just say he meets her in Japan, but now he's in like Holland or something, and that's where she's from. And he's like, oh, I have a friend in Holland. And then he crashes at her house or something like that. So he's like couch surfing sometimes, too. Oh, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah, if he, yeah, if he can. Uh, and even though, like in the one video, he's hanging with these girls. He's like, yeah, I tried to uh, tried to crash on their couch, but they weren't having it. Right. Um, you know, he's very honest. He seems extremely honest about uh, everything that he's doing. You know, I don't know. Is he... Is he fucking staying at, you know, five star hotels? If they have five stars, what's it called to? I don't know what the star number. I, I, don't, uh, I don't know who's rating it. Is seven, seven, but only the Tokyo Dome. Okay. so Or and, AW. Right. Is Meltzer a big AW mark? Oh, yeah. Is he or, or Reseda. Okay. But before or if all it's the, a karate those, kid. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so I have no idea, but going by, it seems like he's only up and up with uh with the stuff but anyway is he on the straight and narrow oh there was another one that that wasn't uh no it's definitely not on the straight and narrow no. does uh, he have all his ducks in a row um yes okay good yeah uh he he I, one video he was train hopping was he train spotting uh, i guess he did spot a train and then he hopped and it. then he hopped it yeah uh he did that too so that that was another one where he was it wasn't stealth camping but it was interesting. Um, but the, the whole channel is fucking interesting. So anyway, I've been watching that. You check that out. Vagrant Holiday. Uh, you might like it. My, my kids started watching at least two of them. And they were they're fucking obsessed with Vagrant Holiday. Yeah. Now he puts up videos whenever he wants. Mm-hmm. He doesn't give a heads up when he does it. He just does it. It's over time. I think like he started doing like start doing this channel in like 2017. And the last one he put out was like five months ago. Oh, OK. Yeah. Um. Uh, it's it's interesting though so yeah so. yeah like i know so. you really did a lot of those like travelogue type things like yeah. even the philly captains like that and whatever was like jordan the lion adam the woo yeah 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 um random land uh which is justin scarred mm-hmm. i like anybody that's going to give me history and, and that's the thing about this dude is he will dish out some history it's not just like oh hey look uh here here's a leaf i'm yeah. sleeping by this tree here the only one of those i ever got into was that this is dan bell guy you know what i'm talking about yeah, i i do and i i always forget about that and He's i wish the- that i watch work i know about because of action park i think um, or a mall yeah yeah he 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 did a whole thing where we go through all these dead malls and he he went through where we grew up he went through the granite run mall okay he went through the tri-state mall in uh claymont delaware 
Right. And it was like, yeah, those are two malls that were really, really big when I was young, and now they're gone. Yeah. And he went through their remains, basically. It's it's funny. Um, So Halloween just passed, and... uh. Speaking of these channels, there is a there's one I, uh, another one I watch called Grim Life Collective. Now, which is funny is a lot of these people seem to know each other. Yeah. YouTube is a community. And if you get big enough, there's like a. Yeah, I'm sure Philly Captain. I think Philly Captain is a little different from the other guys where Philly Captain is is like me in a sense where he just doesn't care about what he says sometimes. But I do. I do have a line and I have a filter, believe it or not. It, mm-hmm. It's it's my line is it's just very clogged. My my line is very blurred. Yeah. Uh, I think he doesn't have a line, Philly Captain. Right. Because uh, I think that he's I think he means well. But at the same time, he's just like, ah, look at these goofballs. Look at this. And he just like he just says what he wants. Right. Anyway, I don't think that he would fit in with a lot of these other YouTubers. And I don't think we're going to see him schmoozing with Adam the Woo. Right. Even though he does. And if I had to give, uh, we had him on our channel. We, we interviewed him on our other show. Uh, I said on our channel, like we're YouTubers um, on our other podcast on uh, when we were doing pedantic, which I might actually throw those two episodes uh, uh, one and two with Philly captain. I might throw them on, on this channel just to, okay. Yeah. You know, it um, fits. but anyway, uh, he, like I said, he, he doesn't seem to, to fit in, but, but he, he kept telling people, uh, he was Adam the Woo. And I'm, I'm like, why would you do that? Because you're not gaining subscribers to your channel. You're telling people you're Adam the Woo. They're looking up Adam the Woo. Right. Not you, not Adam the you. Oh, wait, your name's not Adam. Uh, why, but why do that? Like, I, cause I think he wants to, but he, but he thinks he's being funny and I just I don't see the humor in, in telling somebody you're somebody else like me going, ah oh, yeah, I'm Jordan Lyon, you know, like now people are looking up Jordan Lyon right. and not following me. Like, I'm Joe Rogan. <laughs> but I mean, like, right. Like imagine that you went around telling people you're Joe Rogan. Yeah. Like oh, I what- take all that. I take back all those things I said about pseudoscience. I was wrong. <laughs> I'm Joe Rogan. What pseudoscience stuff does he say? Come on. Uh, but anyway. Don't take the ivermectin. Why? It's either going to be ineffective or too effective, depending on which ivermectin you take. Oh, yeah. So anyway, uh, I think that his thing was he was pissed off that people were saying it was horse tranquilizer. He was trolling. Yeah, I get it. No, he wasn't trolling. They were trolling him. It was uh, because what's Don Lemon was doubling down on Joe Rogan taking, uh, well, uh, yeah, and CNN should have done their research and saw that he just took the ivermectin. No, but it was really doing it like after that, like recently, like okay. Don Lemon's like still saying like he's doubling down on. Uh, well, Joe- unless he was snooping through Joe Rogan's medicine cabinet, Don Lemon should shut up. Well, exactly. No, that, and I think that that was Joe Rogan's point. Like whether it helped him, he's he's healthy as shit, you know. Uh, uh, well, he was taking things besides ivermectin. Uh, besides the human grade ivermectin, which there's no evidence that that does anything to help you if you have COVID. Yeah. It helped. It's great if you have malaria. It'll save your fucking life if you have malaria. Sure. Um, but COVID, not so much. But the other things was taking like the monoclonal I mean, cocktails. Right. And Do you know that? Having, that? Been, having been vaccinated. Well, there's no reliable evidence right. that human grade ivermectin uh, has any effect on COVID 19. Yeah. It could just be. There was a medical he's study. A healthy, he's a healthy dude. Yeah. Uh, he's a healthy dude. He The, mo- the one thing that does really help. Uh, are the monoclonal cocktails, sure. the antibody things. That's what they gave uh, Trump when he had COVID. Right. And they work They work pretty well. Uh, they're very expensive, though. 
uh, and and it helps we have a lot of money. Right, right, right. And uh, there's another thing now too that I think uh, Pfizer or Merck has that that is very effective in treating it. Ivermectin. They did a test on like um, animals where at a higher concentration it was effective, but the human the human dosage of ivermectin we get people to have malaria or some kind of virus sure. like that right, right uh it doesn't there's no evidence that it does anything for that so what a lot of people did was they went and got the horse ivermectin which is legitimately used to deworm horses and it's a much higher concentration of the medicine than we give humans and that's what people are taking and it is uh in, in some cases playing havoc with their insides Oh, okay, cool. Um, don't do that then. Yeah, don't uh, do that. Yeah. So. If you if you think you have COVID nineteen, go to a doctor and listen to them. Well, all right. So what what I was saying about uh, uh, you know, Halloween just passed and everything. There's another channel I watch. Like I said, seems to be friendly with uh people like Justin Scard and Adam the Woo who were buddies. Uh, there's this uh Grimm's what's it called or Grim Grim Life Collective. That's what it's called. Grim Life Collective, not Grimm's toy. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think I, that's probably different where, people. That's probably where you thought I was going with that. No, that's no, you grim. said Grim oh, Life okay. Collective earlier. I just forgot what you had said. Oh, I did. Yeah, I just forgot. Okay, you, so Grim Life Collective is a dude that's. I think he's from Pittsburgh, but he was living in like Florida for a while. Whatever. Now he's in uh, California, but he is another one of these. He like does film locations and stuff like that, and uh, he'll do like some spooky locations and shit. And uh, I watch him all the time. And here I'm I'm looking and it's like Grim Life Collective Centralia. Oh. And I'm like, get the fuck out of here. So to those listening, if 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 you are listening, then then you hear what we're saying. Um, because you're not watching us, certainly. And if you're not listening, then you can't hear what we're saying. Isn't that how it works? Yes. I think it's how it works. Uh Centralia is just a few towns away from us. We actually used to live in what one town over? Yeah, or wherever yeah, it, was? it was right by. Centralia. Yeah, we 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 lived in Ashland for a little bit, and uh, yeah, and so in in Centralia, yeah, we're it's only a few towns away from us. It's what twenty minutes away, something like that. Yeah, um, it's a ghost town. It's what they based the movie Silent Hill, the video on. game that became a movie. No, no, the movie. Oh, the movie, not yeah, the video game. Not the video oh, okay. Game. The video game is based in Japan way longer before they, oh. they knew about Centralia. Uh, when they were doing the movie, they were looking, they were locate, uh, uh, scout, doing scout location, and the guys came across Centralia, and that's what they based the movie huh, uh, location off of. Yeah. Um, there's even a, a, a church, I guess, in the movie that looks similar to the positioning of the church and the I think I saw the movie but it was so long ago. It was probably like when it first came out on like DVD. Okay. Yeah, so anyway, um it's 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 a ghost town and what happened was some 50, 60, 70 years ago, whatever. No, probably about 50 years ago, 60 years ago. Uh there was an underground mine fire. I guess that they were trying to get rid of trash on one side of the town, then they moved it to another side and something called fire because there's a lot of mines. It's a anthracite coal region. There's a lot of mine. It's they're mining towns all over here and uh, it caught fire and it's been burning ever since. Yeah. It's supposed to be burning for what, like another thousand years or something like that. I I thought it was a couple hundred, but maybe it is a thousand. Yeah. yeah. Whatever it is. It's, it's, it's not going out anytime soon. No. And uh, 
but but there's still a few families left there. There's only a couple less than five. Um, but they have like crazy shit there. Apparently, like the what is it with all, all the smoke? The uh carbon monoxide monoxide that's the bad one yeah they're both bad apparently there's a lot of carbon monoxide uh they have like these smoke stacks there basically um uh to let out the uh i guess to tell what what what's the what's the call um it's the word i'm looking for smoke no to to exhaust basically like exhaust and the form of smoke yeah, but that's not the word I was looking for. Okay. I know the word smoke. Yeah. Uh, they're basically like these exhaust pipes, essentially. And uh, but yeah, I think they call them the devil smokestacks. Oh, yeah. Um, it's very odd. Very, very weird. But anyway, they were there to check out all that stuff. And uh, I was like, oh, shit, look at that. You know, it was really cool. Like if had I known that they were there. Uh, I, I, nothing really. That's it. I yeah. would have known that they were there. I would have been like, "Hey, they're they're somewhere I was before." Yeah. Well, I was there. Yeah. Um, but it was it was pretty interesting that they were there. You know, there's probably other things that I, because there are a few other local like weird things here. Mm-hmm. Like the I think there's like a Potter's grave that they would probably be interested in. Like there's some weird shit like that around here. But I think there's weird shit everywhere. Yeah, pretty much. Um, like those weird, I know it was like weird New Jersey. There's weird PA. There's weird everywhere. <laughs> yeah, I was everywhere re- has their own urban legends. I was, well, as a matter of fact, in those uh, those magazines. So the weird, weird New Jersey started out as a magazine, uh, and then they start doing books, and then they would do like weird Pennsylvania, weird everywhere. Uh, they even had a TV series. Weird it was like weird US. Weird I think. US. Um, weird Sheboygan was big. We uh, I don't think that was a thing. Oh. Uh, we went to meet them. I remember we were supposed to meet the guys, or at least yeah, they're supposed to be at a chiller theater, right? Yeah, and they weren't there for whatever reason. Um, but I, I was really interested. I was super, super into that stuff. As a matter of fact, right near us is uh, one of those like roadside attractions uh, for grannies. Oh yeah, yeah, a Granny's Motel. I think mm-hmm. it is. Yep. Uh, it's this big like wooden creepy lady, like Dutch looking lady with like. A daughter like dragging a fucking doll, mm-hmm. but it's super, super weird. Like you'll see these giant woods, wood carved like roadside attractions all throughout the U.S. and it's really interesting. Um, but yeah, so Grim Life Collective, yeah, they do that stuff. They were here, uh, and this is the perfect time of year. Halloween just passed. Yeah, well, it was the perfect time of year. Now it's not. Now you want Christmas stuff. We have a Christmas village nearby uh, too. You're missing. You're missing the holiday. Oh yeah, Thanksgiving. Thanksgiving. Um, There's turkey. There's a turkey farm nearby. I, I we have them all covered. I'd ask you, but but it's just it's more than that. Yeah. It's it's more than that. I, I, we don't have to just jump to. There's football. There's a lot of stuff. So mm-hmm. parades. Yeah. Th- this is my uh, favorite time of year. Uh, I think it's a sweet spot, man. You, you just had Halloween. You're getting Thanksgiving. Then you get Christmas. Those few months are, are, yeah. are perfect. After October that, through December is probably my favorite time of the year, too. Then it gets really depressing and dreary. And yeah. then it starts to like the sun starts to come out a little bit. And it's, it's still cold. But you get uh, you, you get cold you, doesn't bother me so much. Yeah, it's the, the unless it gets severely it's cold. It's the depressing part, though. Yeah, the, it's that seasonal effect. The thing there's less sunlight. That's like, the only time yeah. I do get seasonal depression is, is around February. I do get it. Yeah. I, I'm never happy. Uh, there's nothing that that happens around the time like it's so weird because like my grandmother died in february she died february uh fourth mm-hmm. 
I think your uh, dad passed in February first. Yes, February first. Yeah, February just stinks. Uh, when I got uh, the only good thing about February was the the Eagles in the Super Bowl a few years ago. Yeah, and I didn't even enjoy it because it was the day I got out of the hospital. Yeah, it's true. I got out of the hospital on February fourth. Uh, it was twenty years to the day that my grandmother died. Uh, and I I didn't even get to enjoy it because I came home and I was in so much fucking pain and agony that I laid up in bed as I heard you and my ex girlfriend uh not, not doing anything uh raunchy or, or you were you were yelling because of the fucking yeah. eagles and uh i was laying in bed going fucking kill me just <laughs> fucking kill me because I, I i just couldn't enjoy it you know right I just, I just couldn't enjoy it but anyway uh thanksgiving thanksgiving's coming up are you a fan uh it's not my favorite holiday but i don't mind thanksgiving okay so when i was a kid i fucking hated it i hated it because we didn't really go to my grandparents that i liked Mm -hmm. we went to the grandparents i didn't like well the grandma that'll do it uh my grandfather i loved you know he wasn't even my blood grandfather he was my dad's stepdad but he was a guy that i i you know grew up as as grandpa you know right my dad's dad was uh in jersey chief of police guy you know he's police you know what here's a little here's a little something i just found out i was looking up his obit and I could never find anything about him being chief of police. Right. And I'm always talking about his being chief of police. I was always told he's chief of police. Or he was, you know, was chief of police. Right. In his obit, it just said that he was an officer. Oh. Maybe one of those tall tales. Yeah. Like, yeah, you were just a cop. That's it. You weren't a fucking chief of police. Mm-hmm. You fucking jerk off. And I look like an asshole telling everybody you're a fucking chief of police. Hey, you're just a lowly cop. Uh, but anyway, what I do know is he was on the same police force as Buddy Rogers. Buddy Rogers. Yes. The nature boy. The nature boy. Buddy Herman Rogers. Dutch Road at yeah. the time. National Park. National Park, New Jersey, home of uh, Nick H. Yes. Yeah. Nick H. So um, but anyway, probably arrested by <laughs> by uh, not my grandfather. because yeah. He was well, you know, way, way removed from from any of that. Uh, but, but anyway, my, my grandmother, uh, so we would go over her house and the food was fucking fantastic. Right. Mm-hmm. But it was always 90 degrees in that fucking house. Right. She would turn that fucking heat all the way up and then she would go and wipe her fucking brow with the sweat dripping down and she would have her eyes squint it and go and then sip her coffee with the one and then and then wipe her fucking brow, like going, making a sound of her, like, I'm hot. Well, turn right. the fucking heat down. Yeah. There's, Open a, there's, a an easy, there's an easy answer for this. Open the window. There you go. Open the window, hon. Mm-hmm. Fucking 90 degrees. Open the window. Well, she didn't open the window. She kept the window closed. Yeah. Well, she should open it. Yeah, she should open it, but she kept it closed. Uh... But like I said, the, the only saving grace was the food was fucking delicious. Yeah, of course, that's that's what oh, everybody God, looks for. Oh God, it was so good. But I hated Thanksgiving because mm-hmm. of that, like literally. And then we stopped going there. Oh, I don't know. I'm trying to think. What I don't even know if I went in my 20s at all because at this point I was just like, nah, I don't want to go. Because you know what I mean. Yeah. Like I didn't need to go anymore. Like I didn't have to go. Mm-hmm. I probably still went, but but I don't know when I, when it stopped. Uh, I ended up having my son when I was 27. Um, so, you know, I, I I don't think I was going there anymore. And then my grandmother died when I was 28. 
So I wasn't going. You definitely were going after that. No, no, she died. Yeah, she died in two thousand eight. So, um, yeah, man. Like I don't know when the last time I went. It may have been the early two thousands. Mm-hmm. But uh, but then it wasn't until after that, like I started to enjoy Thanksgiving again because it was like. It felt like a weight was lifted when my grandmother died. Right. Because it was like, oh, I don't have to go to those 90 degree fucking sweat boxes anymore. Right. You know, now I'm not in a Murphy fucking rec center anymore. That was you know? a very hot place. Yeah, it's that's what it felt like. It felt like staying in a fucking Murphy rec. Like, do I like wrestling this much? Yeah. Did I need to stand here and fucking endure such fucking torment? I've to uh, watched AJ fucking styles. I felt that way at um, it's a it's a lovely place. Uh, very hospitable uh people there but h2o the h2o training center in uh in new jersey uh i've only ever been there in the summer and it was very hot and i've heard it gets very cold in the winter oh okay well i like very cold because as my dad would always say at least when it's cold you can put on layers yeah but you can't take them off that's <laughs> like right you're not taking off your fucking skin when you're really hot you know yeah, that's true so anyway uh but but i love this time of year and, and one thing that i as a kid it's it's in the vein you know what it's like it's like um Nightmare Before Christmas, is it a Halloween movie or is it a Christmas movie? Yes. Now you're gonna right. That's how I feel about one of my favorite Thanksgiving movies, Mr. Boogity. Okay. I don't I don't if I've seen Mr. Boogity, it was a long time ago and I don't really remember it. Well, I always talked about Mr. Boogity. There's two movies I always talked about. Like the kind of like I throw it out there and it's, it's when somebody remembered it. I remember I dated a girl solely off the fact that she remembered this other movie I'm about to mention mm-hmm. fuzz bucket. I was a big fuzz bucket fan as a kid, right? I had it on tape fucking. If you knew fuzz bucket, you were like instantly a friend. I met a girl off of like plenty of fish or something like that. And she knew fuzz bucket. And I was like, <gasps> you know, fuzz, but we're dating. And I did. I dated her for like a month or two or whatever it was. Mm-hmm. Remember Kelly? Yes. Yeah, sadly. Um, and that was an abomination. But she knew Fuzz Bucket, so whatever. So she also knew, uh, knew Mr. Boogity. Mr. Boogity was one of my favorites. They also had a sequel, The Bride of Boogity. Well, yeah, that's a natural progression in the Boogity story. Of course, right. And then the child, it, it, you know. The son of Boogity. Son of Boogity, right. But they didn't make that. And then uh, Revenge of Boogity. Right. They should make these, by the way. We should do these. We should do some... Uh, some student films let's go to school and then we could do student films of uh the return of boogity and uh, you know son of boogity and all that stuff great idea yeah the electric boogity um electric boogity lou but anyway for years they did they, they so when they when disney plus years would it just come out two years ago or whatever the fuck i believe was? so yeah anyway for a while they they had mr boogity on there but they didn't have bride of boogity and i was like oh that sucks and then one day i look and i see bride of boogity and I was so happy. I rejoiced. But I didn't watch it. So this year, I declare on Boogity Day, whatever day that, uh, that just happens to be, I'm mm-hmm. going to watch it. It's probably going to be November 10th. Okay. It'll be the day after National Scrapple Day, which is November 9th. Yeah, you'll be in a Scrapple coma and you'll be like, it's time to watch Bride of Boogity. Right. Yeah. And then it'll give me a few days or whatever, you know, yeah. a few weeks or whatever to- uh, Allow your arteries to unclog a little bit. So I could clog them again. With a lot of Thanksgiving shit. Uh, yeah. Uh, I don't know what I'm doing. Probably go to my mom's. Um, I, you know, I was in a relationship for five years and uh, I split up three years ago and I was super depressed. Uh, I didn't enjoy. I haven't really enjoyed a Thanksgiving, but I'm, I'm over all that. Like, I'm good now. You know what I mean? It's like. 
Yeah, it was pop my elbow. Oh, uh, pop your collar too. Um, not, I don't have a collar. I'm, I think that I think that I'm I'm good now. Like as far as like I've settled into this whole, I'm just probably never going to date again. Uh, and so now uh, I don't have to watch my figure, and I could go in and I could fucking watch boogity and dine on turkey livers and shit or whatever the fuck i have to turkey do. shit turkey shit and i will do all that uh so i might go over to my mommy's and do all that stuff anyway um so i asked you about what, what's your favorite thing about this like this time of year um there's a lot of things like i i, I the colder weather doesn't really bother me until it gets like excessively cold okay uh if, it, like as long as it's above like 40 degrees normally i'm pretty happy okay yeah um, yeah i think it's a good yeah for, 45 to 65 yeah I think that's a, a good range num- yeah yeah that's a good range i'll even say 45 to 70 after 70 you're like okay. fuck that noise yeah. i don't i don't want 45 to 65 is 69 ideal. and a half okay um uh, that uh it's football season and I, I am a football fan yeah. so that's always fun yeah. thanksgiving and football are really intertwined for me because of my early childhood right right um because that was kind of the centerpiece of our thanksgiving we would watch the thanks er, of course i i had that too at my because my grandfather was a big football guy yeah but not only that but it was high school football where i grew up like ah. i grew up in delaware county right yeah. and the big thing and it's not as much back then if there's only like four or five of these games i've heard of that place they would have the turkey bowl and yeah. it was a big thing where you would your big rival which you probably would hate because you don't like your food touching i don't yeah uh but it was just the name of the game oh. they would call them all the turkey bowl yeah thanksgiving day and then you would go on the field and go don't let your fucking food touch no all right. I was a child. I would not swear for one thing, and I, I'm very shy. I would never run on the field and yell at the crowd. That's right. Um, but no, it was it was the big rivalry game. Yeah. Like your school's big rival would play, you would play each other on Thanksgiving, and they still do it. They still do a lot of them. It's still a big tradition, not just there, a lot of places. It's a big thing for high school football. You play your big rival on Thanksgiving. And it's usually in the morning, so everybody can go home and eat their dinner. Mm-hmm. So what we would do, uh, I had a lot of cousins and family uh, when I was very young that were a bit older than me. A lot of my cousins are much older than me, like anywhere from... I, it's funny, I was just down in, in Delco in um, August. Unfortunately, I had to go to a funeral for my aunt. And I am the youngest of my generation, and uh, the oldest uh person in my generation was there um my cousin bobby and he's about 60 and i'm 38 and he has kids that are my age right but but we're in the same generation uh and then i and like i think that even the closest ones to my age in my generation are like seven or eight years older than me oh wow so when i'm i was i'm a little kid there in high school and they would play high school football it'd be chichester which was their school against sun valley in the turkey bowl and we would always go to the games and then uh, if it was a home game at Chichester, my one uncle lived there, and we would hang out at his house for a little bit, and everybody would go back to their house, and we we wouldn't have like Thanksgiving like everybody together. It'd usually be everybody with their own family. It's so weird how like that that whole generation thing goes. Um, it's fun. like my cousin Johnny mm-hmm. was eleven years older than me, right? And I'm eleven years older than my sister Shana, and Shana has a daughter. And my son is 11 years older than his yeah. first cousin. Yeah, I am and on that side of my family, my dad's side of the family. I am I am actually a much closer in age 
to the oldest people in that next generation mm. than I am to my own generation. It's right. it's less so on my mom's uh, can side. Can you please stop with the, I, I said no more uh, uh, Limp Biscuit references. They have a song called My Generation. Wasn't that a thing for them? Was it not them? I remember, uh, didn't the Who have a song called My Generation? Really? The, the Limp Biscuit may have too. I always get the Limp Biscuit and the Who confused. Always. It's a big problem. But yeah, on the other side, like I have cousins that are a little bit closer in age to me. Like one's like a, 11 months and... And yeah, they yeah. did have they did have uh, oh. Limp Bizkit had my generation, but I don't know if it's it was on the uh, chocolate starfish and the hot dog flavored water album, but I don't know if it is a uh, um, cover or not. I don't think so. Unless unless if it is, who, I hope Keith Moon haunts him. Unless the Who was singing DJ Lethal, bring it on. They may have been. I'm uh, not sure. Okay, we don't. Don't give a fuck, and we will never give a fuck until you give a fuck about me and my generation. Doesn't seem like my it. My generation. I remember this song. Anyway, okay. I remember the Who one. No, uh, I was talking about the Olympics. And people try to put us down just because we get around. Oh, I don't know. Things that do look awful cold. Hope yeah. I die before I get old. All right. Same. Okay. Um, so, uh, another thing uh, I love about this time of year, and again, it's, it's one of these, like... I think it's it's better around October, but it still works in November. Hay rides, yeah, hay rides. yeah. They go from like haunted to just enjoy the the season change. It's yeah, coming be, to an end, right? Because you're you're doing the like I I love the fall. I love fall colors. Uh, mm-hmm. I love the when people were wearing like uh you know flannels and a vest yeah. and um and then you go from hay rides to sleigh rides, right? Yeah, and I, and I do love that. Uh, but. I always liked going to like the pumpkin patches with my mm-hmm. one ex, uh, my, my son's, uh, my oldest son's mom, because this one particular pumpkin patch we would go to at the end of the ride, at the end of the hay ride, and it, it wasn't even like a, a haunted hay ride. It was just a regular pumpkin yeah. patch hay ride. At the end of it, there was like a little, like a gift shop and they would sell apple butter. Mm-hmm. And I love apple butter. Apple uh, butter is very good. My grandfather always had apple butter. I'm a fan of a hot apple cider too. That's that's good. Yeah, my my so my son, I was my son's going to be here on, uh, so as we're recording this, this is Tuesday, uh, Thursday he'll be here, and uh, I was like, well, anything you want me to pick up for you, uh, for you know while he's going to be here this weekend. And he was like, uh, can you pick up apple cider? And I was like, you like apple cider? He's like, oh, yeah, I love it. He's like, and apple cider donuts. I, now, I used to say cider when I was a kid, by the mm-hmm. way. I would say apple cider. Now I say cider because I try to change everything. I try to change everything. Like, I'll say water instead of water. Yeah. Uh, I, I I try to say, like, like now I'll say I'll say forehead or uh, uh, forehead, forehead, rather, yeah. instead of forehead. Uh, there's, I, there's no a in there i say radiator now instead of uh no i'm sorry radiator now instead of radiator you don't know what you say i don't know what i say uh it's funny because i just asked somebody i was like do you say apricot or apricot i say apricot apricot yeah i say i don't know what i say because now that i asked that question i'm like oh fuck i don't know i think i say what i say at the, at the time that i say it. you know what i mean now that that ice cream okay. that butter blank uh, pecan. I say pecan. Ew. You say butter pecan? Yeah. No, you don't. I say pecan, yeah. Nobody says butter pecan. You may say pecans, 
But you don't say butter pecan ice cream. Nobody says that. It sounds stupid. Say it. Butter pecan. Sounds ice fucking cream. dumb. Now say butter pecan. Butter pecan. Ice Way cream. better. Way better. That's normal. That's how you should say. What it. about butter pecan? Butter pecan reekin. My dad would say butter pecan. Apparently, yeah. There's four different ways because there was that dialect study, and it would measure like different things. There's, uh, pecan, 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 and pecan. I believe. Never heard that. Or pecan. That's, nobody even says that no, one. It was pecan, 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 and I think pecan. Yeah, those are the four. Pecan pie. Yeah. Yeah. I've heard pecan pie. So yeah. you'll you'll use different ones depending on the context. Uh huh. Okay. Yeah. All right. Yeah, I think I'm I'm pecan all the way. I I might say I'm a pecan man. I say pe- like pecan. Or uh, like pecan pie. I'd say pecan pie, but butter pecan ice cream. Pecan pie. Pecan pie. I now I'm confused. So now you're confused. No right. pecan. Butter pecan pecan pie. It's it's sure. It's not butter. Butter. Pecan pecan butter pecan. That's what my dad used to say. Butter and pecan. I, yeah, butter pecan. Uh yeah. So I, I love that. So I love all those. Uh, all the, the fall things like uh, bobbing, not bobbing for apples. I do love bobbing for apples. I missed that as a kid mm-hmm. going to somebody's house for like a Halloween party. Like the, it's because it was very fun and festive and there's a lot of stuff that you don't get anymore. Uh, I don't, don't want to get into it now. They're but still like, around. It's just where? we're old. No, it's not. It's not that they don't do it anymore, dude. Like they don't do caroling anymore. Like when I was a kid in, in the city. People used to carol. Kids would go around yeah. and caroling. They don't do it I've anymore. I've seen people on the main street here doing it, but it's usually, I think they're like Mennonites or Dunkards or something. They're always dressed like that. <laughs> Dun- what, the people who are hanging at Dunkin' Donuts? Is that, the, is that what a Dunkard is? Somebody hangs at Dunkin' Donuts? <laughs> I've no Makes idea. sense. I've never heard it before. I think it's like a Mennonite, but they're not quite as strict as Mennonites. Yeah. The, the, the Wow. Holy shit. They're just falling off because the Mennonites are not strict Amish. Yeah. Yeah. It's like different levels. Yeah. Wow. Huh. Okay. I think they're called Dunkers. I could be wrong. Yeah. And the strict ones are called Hortons. Uh, there you go. Get it? Like yeah. They, yeah. They, uh, they like their bits. Yeah. Um, yeah. I, I love it. I love that stuff. I, I love all that stuff. Like anything rural, uh, like rural activities, things that are really taking you away from uh, city life. I think city life serves its purpose, but it depends on the city. And I'm more of a hallmark uh city person than i am an actual real life city like yeah. I, like i like i like the movie versions of cities better than the actual cities themselves i think that's kind of the point of the movie yeah be- that's the point of any movie but i mean some movies really want to give you the grittiness of it right not and, hallmark movies no is there a gritty hallmark christmas movie i'm sure there i'm sure there is that's my new that's my new goal i'm gonna make a gritty Com- my old my my old goal was a Christmas Christmas, but I think that's kind of been done. I think it's done already. Yeah, yeah. The cookie cutter I, Christmas is done. Too. Yeah, I always said I want to do one called a Christmas Christmas, and right. it was going to be the most generic Christmas movie ever made. Yeah, uh, but now I want to do a gritty like if Tarantino and Robert Rodriguez and the Coen Brothers all get together, like let's make a Hallmark Christmas movie. That's what I want to do now. But I get I get what you're saying. Like it, it couldn't be possible because that's not because the Hallmark thing is magical and fun and lighthearted and colorful and very sweet and I want to do the Rob Z- I want to do the Rob Zombie Hallmark Christmas movie. Everybody is white trash and yeah. some fuck everybody's got long hair. Yeah. Yeah. It's like, like yeah, the people like discover the true meaning of Christmas but then they left and now the town's gone to shit. I wanted to do that about Mayberry. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. I, I I wanted to do it was called the idea was called Ghosts of Mayberry or something like that. And it was like it was like a run down like just 
junky version, like everything's run down of Mayberry. And the whole idea is it's like Andy Taylor's um, relative, like grandson or something like that comes in and he's now like Andy's age right. of what Andy was when he was taking over the thing or, you know, or something like that. And he's like trying to like he wants to whip the town and that was like is it opie's kid or yeah 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 it would be like opie's kid but opie's like a stockbroker with a coke problem in charlotte or some shit like that (laughs) no he's just out and making movies in hollywood oh okay yeah um no no but but it's like but just everybody left the town and and it just fell you know in disarray or whatever the phrase is disrepair this does disarray not work there it could, I guess. Sure, whatever. Uh, and uh, and then it's just like, yeah, it's the, the whole idea is it's about. And then I realized, oh, wait a minute. This story's kind of been done already with bikers and it's called Sons of Anarchy. Yeah. No, no, no. Literally. Mm-hmm. Kurt Sutter is a big uh, fan of uh, Andy Griffith. That's why he named the character Opie. Mm-hmm. And that's why the barbershop's called Floyd's. OK. Yeah. Like, he literally did that. It was like, oh, I'm going to give the character a name Opie, and I'm going to, you know, get... Because he wanted it to be, like, a modern version uh, of what he thinks... Mayberry would Mayberry be Mayberry would be, like, today. Okay. And, Interesting. But, but my my thing was... I think it was even before uh, I watched Sons of Anarchy. Maybe it wasn't. Maybe it was after. But, but, but I probably didn't even know that at the time. But, yeah, that would be my... My, my vision would be, like just a different it wouldn't be like biker gangs or anything like that but it would be like yeah this is like like k and a in philly or you know just like kensington it's like if mayberry and kensington somehow had a baby Mm -hmm. you know but anyway um so but but the uh, speaking of kensington i'm watching uh and, and thinking about rural stuff i'm watching a video of a Philly captain and he's going around and it's a shame how things have fallen apart and it's always been bad there. Not always, but within the last, what, 30 years, yeah. 40 years, mm-hmm. Kensington has been shitty. I mean, you always had problems like you had the K&A gang back in the day it was like a big mob thing or Irish mob thing. But, but like, but they still kept on airs and they made it look presentable. Like the aesthetics were a lot better. Yeah. And and that- they, yeah. They weren't like zombie junkies passed out every 10 feet it's awful it's it's fucking awful but as i'm watching uh philly captain because he documents a lot of this right uh there was a mr softy oh nice and it had me watching old mr softy videos and then it was like oh shit like it just made me realize how much I fucking love, and I know I love it already, but but it made mm-hmm. me appreciate it more, how much I love, like, the 50s and 60s. Right. I, it's funny. I just thought of Mr. Softy not that long ago. Really? Uh, you're familiar with Ben Simmons, right? The yeah, yeah, basketball yeah, yeah, player yeah. who's refusing to play for the Sixers? Yeah, yeah. Well, now he's, like, he's saying he's not mentally ready to do it. Okay. Um, so you have to respect that. I think that's what he's angling for, yeah. Yeah. Uh, but Barstool. Yeah, yeah. Uh, they put out a shirt that was, uh, it said Mr. Softy in the same Mr. Softy font, but instead of the Mr. Softy head, it was Ben Simmons. Which is funny. <laughs> yeah, it, is, it is very funny, yeah. I understand that you want to respect people's mental health and yeah. all that shit, but... But it seems like it's just like, for, at first it's like... An excuse? At first he's like, I don't want to play for the Sixers anymore, I want to be traded, and now it's like I'm not mentally ready to play. Mm-hmm. 
where, where I think if he was traded, it's, there are people like legitimately that have that issue where like Lane Johnson, the Eagles, right. missed three games this year because of mental health. Right, right. Uh, there's a receiver for the Falcons, Calvin Ridley's like, I'm stepping away from football because I'm having mental health problems. <laughs> yeah. I think it just seems a little more genuine with them than it does with Ben Simmons. Yeah. Just because of the way it all came about. Well, going back to Mr. Softy, uh, it just like I said, it makes me think that like I should have been born somewhere where I could have really experienced the 1940s, 50s, 60s, um, uh, other than just sitting and watching old videos on on YouTube. Because I enjoy Americana, I enjoy that idea of what like when people are saying like when Donald Trump says "Make America Great Again." Or, yeah, he's playing on the nostalgia of people who were kids in that in the in those. And times. that's what I love. Like aesthetically, that's what I love. Now people can say, oh, so you like, you know, people being subjugated or, or, or like racism. And it's like, hey, all that should exist today. And no, I don't like it. Um, I, I just happen to like that. I think it's it was a better looking time. It was cleaner. Uh that's what I like. Aesthetically, that's what I like. I I, I love the look of the 1940s, 50s. I even like colonial times. Like as far as his, you know, somebody asked me yesterday, they're like, what's your favorite errors of history? And I'm like, I love uh, Edwardian and Victorian uh, periods, but I think I like colonial more. But if I had to live somewhere, it'd be the 40s, 50s, somewhere around yeah, but there. At least at that point, you have electricity, you have, yeah. in some cases, indoor plumbing. I mean, I, if I knew that I could safely travel, I would love to visit like medieval times. I would love to go back to like ancient Egypt and again, only if it's like 45 to 65 degrees. Right. Yeah. If it's, yeah. <laughs> if I could bring a, they didn't have climate control back. If then. I could bring a bubble with me, like a, yeah. an air conditioned bubble uh, where I'm not going to catch their diseases, you know, just give me a pill uh, or yeah. something. If I could take a pill to stay, to keep my t- temperature controlled and not get diseases, diseases, I'd be fine. You know? Yeah. But anyway, um, uh, so with all of that, this brings me to a little segment I like to call It Came From Philly. Ooh. And it came from Philly this week? Diseases. Mr. Softy. Oh. Yeah, no, diseases okay. predated. Yeah, they were around well before Philly. Yeah, yeah. Mr. Softy. Yes. Actually started in Philadelphia. Uh, uh, this is Now, this is all from Wikipedia. I'm lazy. I'm not you. I don't go and do all this great research like you do on on our wonderful, wonderful show that we have called murder. My dude, uh, this is just taken from Wikipedia. I'm going to kind of skim it. Uh, it was founded in 1956 by brothers, William Aloysius Conway, uh, and James Francis Conway. Uh, I call bullshit. It should be called Mr. Conway. Their last name isn't softy. Right. Yeah. Um, I feel like my childhood was a lie. And it is headquartered in Runnymede, New Jersey. In Runnymede, I had uh, my my stepdad uh, huh. lived in Runnymede. Okay, yeah. Not uh, too far from Philadelphia. Right, but, uh, since 1958. So for two years, it's in Philly, and then they headquarter in, uh, over in Runnymede. But it's still you know, super close to... Uh, I wonder if the first two years, their, their uh, ice cream truck drivers were a lot better. <laughs> I don't know. I'm going to guess. Um, but there's... Uh, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to skim a lot let's see uh they have about 350 franchisees operating 625 trucks in 18 states hmm. i know that they have stuff oh, i think it's just in the united states i think there's like a, a japan version too oh um this is around 99 william and james son john p conway and jim conway jr took over the business uh and what mr softy is is really known for 
besides ice cream. Uh, right, it's an ice cream truck, if you don't know the, Mr. Softy is. Uh, yeah, is uh, the melody. Yes, the jingle. The jingle. It is the Whistler and his dog. It's a 1905 composition uh, from uh, Arthur Pryor. Huh. Yeah, I, I guess that's like a version of it. Right. Um, and uh, and then it was given it was given uh, words and I guess you yeah. know like I said it was it was changed a little it's bit. Very distinctive. You always knew when the Mister Salty truck was coming around. Uh, did you have any other ice cream trucks that would come around, or was it always just Mister Salty? I think a Jack and Jill. We yes, I was, that's where Jack I was going. And, Jack and Jill, Mister Salty. That when Mister Salty first came around, I was bummed. Because Jack and Jill was in my neighborhood before that. Yeah. And Jack and Jill had the WWF ice cream bars. Right. Right. And then I would, whenever Jack and Jill came around, I would always get my WWF ice cream bar. And they were always really good. I love those things. <laughs> my dad sold them at his grocery store at JTR's grocery. So um, it wasn't for Jack the Ripper, by the way. Right. It was, it, was, uh, it was for mine, JTR, Jackson Wells. Um yeah, it's, it's spelled weird. Yeah. Jackson the Wells it's with an R. Yeah, it's French. Uh, but anyway. The R is silent. Yeah, we, it's we, like Rwanda. We sold them. We sold the, the ice cream bar. Is it? That's not silent. At my, um, at my uh, dad's grocery store, so. But yeah, I mean, if we got them with the supermarket, we could do that. But we didn't have like a grocery store we really would go to very frequently. We'd get our food for the week and then kind of be done with oh, it. They were so good, too. And so once that Jack and Jill truck was gone, that, that, that severely reduced the amount of WWF ice cream bars in my life. So I resented Mr. Softy a little bit. Uh, I'm going to give you some of the uh, the lyrics here. Okay. Uh, here's the intro. Here comes Mr. Softy, the soft ice cream man. <laughs> the soft ice cream man. Uh, the creamiest, dreamiest soft ice cream you get from Mr. Softy. For refreshing delight supreme, look for Mr. Softy. My milkshakes and my sundaes and my Bring cones. Bring all the boys to the yard. They do not. No, oh. no, 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 no. Uh, and my cones are such a treat. They're better than y'all's. Listen. Damn right. For my store on wheels. Better than y'all. Ding-a-ling. Whoa, okay. Down the street. If you would stop talking, I could say the funny lines. Uh. Like talking about his ding-a-ling. Uh, the creamiest, dreamiest soft ice cream you get from Mr. Softy. For and his ding-a-ling. D- uh, delight Supreme. Look for Mr. Softy. Uh, S O F T double E, Mr. Softy. Um, Michael Bloomberg. Oh, yeah, him. Uh, mayor of New York. Not anymore. In 2002. Yes. Well, yes, he was then. Uh, yeah, then. Uh, yeah. Well, that's what I was saying, but you cut me off. Uh, he had a, uh, he tried to crack down city noise, which included jingles broadcast from ice cream trucks, in particular, the jingle from Mr. Softy trucks. He didn't like, the Mr. Softy truck jingle. So he tried to put a stop to it. Uh, in 2005, in the face of opposition from citizens and members of the city council, he compromised. Rather than banning mobile jingles, he permitted the trucks to air them, but only while in transit. Hmm. So. Yeah, Bloomberg, like, he was always on that. Plus, I'm sure, like, an ulterior thing was, like, he was the one that would crack down on, like, big sodas and things like that. So Yeah, yeah he's a dork. I don't like him. All right. Well, anyway, that's what we have. Uh, we're going to go to break um and then when we come back we are going to talk wrestling that's r-a-s-s-l-i-n that's wrestling 
Here comes Mr. Softy, the soft ice cream man. The creamiest, creamiest, soft ice cream you get from Mr. Softy. For refreshing delight to breathe, look for Mr. Softy. My milkshakes and my sundaes and my cones are such a treat. Listen for my store on wheels, jingling down the street. The creamiest, creamiest, soft ice cream you get from Mr. Softy. For refreshing delight to breathe, look for Mr. Softy. Mr. Softy brings delicious treats right to your door. Luscious, tempting sundaes, thick, rich milkshakes, big, creamy, smooth banana boats, and cones filled way above the top with your favorite Mr. Softy flavor. Watch for the Mr. Softy truck. It's a soft ice cream store on wheels. So the wrestling portion of the show is coming right up after this. But if that's not enough wrestling talk for you, you can hear me, B.P. Burke, on the Tornado Tag Podcast every Thursday at 7 p.m. over with our friends on the IWEP Network. You can find us live on Facebook, live on YouTube, look up Tornado Tag Podcast, or if you want to catch the archive, you can always find that at IWEPNetwork.com. That's IWEPNetwork, and I'll say dot right this time, dot com. We're back, and I just broke my microphone arm. Oh, my goodness. Well, I didn't break it. I pulled it out. Oops. Let me get this back in there. So, anyway. Uh, get in there. There we go. Okay, we're good. We're all good. Everything's all right in the world. Uh, there's total peace and harmony. We have music in our hearts. Oh, God, that would be such a boring world. I don't want that. Anyway. No more music. No, I need some kind of... We need a good balance. No, we need music, but we don't need uh, total peace and harmony. I don't want peace in the world. I just don't want it. I would never want that. Everything would be, if I could snap my fingers and just have everything all peaceful and it would be boring. No, I wouldn't want that. No. Anyway, good thing it's never going to happen. It can never be attained. Yeah, yeah. It's highly, highly doubtful. That's the type of world that I want to live in where I need, like I said, I want a little bit of drama. You know, it makes good movies and go whatever. Uh, Less, less murder though. You know, all the murders could be uh, fake, but, um, you know, rapes and murders and stuff like that could be fake. A little bit of theft is fine. Uh, yeah. All right. So we are now going to talk about some of, I think is our favorite stuff. Music in wrestling. Yeah. It's a very interesting thing when those two worlds kind of intersect. Very interesting. I think. Yeah. Like when I was a kid, I remember listening to the Piledriver album. Okay, that was the second wrestling album. That was the wrestling album to Piledriver was the full name of the uh, the album. What was the first one? It was just the- called the wrestling album. What was on that? That was one with Land of a Thousand Dances. Really? Uh, yeah, that had Real American. But they it was one where they had all the, like, in between songs, they would have the tracks where it was just uh, McMahon, Gene Okerlund, and Jesse Ventura like talking about the song they just heard and talking about the um the next song that was coming up. I think it had uh, I'm going to try to do this off of memory and if I get it wrong, I'm going to actually look at it afterward here. I'm going to try to guess the track listing for this. All right, let me let me let me bring it up. Okay. So what what am I looking up here? Uh the wrestling album. It was I think it was just called The Wrestling Album and the second one was The Wrestling Album 2 Pile Driver. And I'm such a dork with such a good memory, I think I could get most of the tracks on both of them. All right. So the wrestling album, it comes out November 9th, 1985. That sounds about right. 
And this is at the height of the rock and wrestling thing. <laughs> Literally, it says at the height of the rock and wrestling oh, connection. Okay. Era. I am not. I, 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 my phone He's is at cheating. my side. He's cheating. I am not cheating. Okay. So uh, one of the people who doesn't get enough credit, I think it was a producer, at least on the first wrestling album, is uh, David Wolf. Okay. Who was Cindy Lauper's boyfriend and manager. And I think he produced a lot of her albums. I'm not sure about that. He wrote some songs that are very famous. He wrote um, Grab Them Cakes. Yeah. And uh, he wrote a song called Jive Old Foe, which became Jive Soul Bro. And that was obviously Slick's music. And. Okay. Uh, yeah. So the wrestling album, the first track was Land of a Thousand Dances. And it was a cover of the old Wilson Pickett song, but it was all the different wrestlers like just yelling at each other. Piper was in there. A bunch of people were in there. And that was the one that was like the big video. That was the one they, they kind of put out as the single for the wrestling album. After that, you had Jimmy Hart, who he was a guy who put out a lot of music in Memphis, too. He had a song called Lance Russell's Nose. That is not the next track. Oh, really? Right. Is it Grab Them Cakes? It is. Okay, Grab Them Cakes. I got it, I got it wrong. Uh, Grab Them Cakes will be second. Real American is third. Yep. Uh, fourth is Eat Your Heart Out, Rick Springfield. Yes. Okay, there we go. Okay. This is side one because I had the cassette tape. Uh, fifth track was Captain Lou's History of Wrestling. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Actually, History of Music. Music. That's okay. I kept a little sister music. My bad. Um, and I remember they're like, Mona Flambe was like, who wrote that? And, and, and Ventura's like, Mona Flamboyant produced that. Okay. And then we flip it over to side two. Okay. And side two has, I'm going to miss one of these, I think, now that I think about it. Uh, the first song is going to be uh, the Hulk Hogan theme. Yes. Which later became that. We were talking about this earlier or the other day. That was the one that became a Bonnie Tyler song later. Yeah, Ravishing. Yeah. Second track was For Everybody by Roddy Piper. <laughs> yes. Which was, um, there's a song, and it was famous in Philly because John DeBello would play a censored version a lot. It was a song by a band called Mike Angelo and the Idols called Fuck Everybody, but Roddy Piper's was called For Everybody. Okay. Here's where I'm going to get it wrong because was next Tootie Fruity by Gene Okerlund? It was. Okay. And then I feel like I'm missing a song. There's two more. Okay. Was the second, or was the next one, uh, I'm not sure about this one, but I think it was Don't Go Messing With a Country Boy? You'd be right. Okay. Oh, I got it now. And then there's one more. Caramia by Nikolai Volkov. You got it! Yes. Jesus. <laughs> I may have had that album. <laughs> that is disgusting <laughs> that you know that disgusting it I is say. it's it is awful it's disgusting all right now we got to move on uh because i only have 14 percent left on my phone and my wires yeah. downstairs uh, uh now now we're going to uh pile driver the wrestling album two pile driver i'm not gonna know as this well. is this comes out um wow 20 years to the day my son was born oh wow september 21st 1987 Oh, wow. Wow. Literally 20, 20 years to the day my oldest son's born. I had this album. I don't have it committed to memory as much as the wrestling album. This was my favorite. Yeah, It was really good. It had some great songs on it. So the first uh, uh, song is Girls in Cars, yes. the Strike Force theme. And Renee Dupree. Robbie Dupree. Oh, Robbie yeah. Dupree. Uh, the second song. Conky Tonk Man? Cool. No. Nope. Oh, Pile Driver. Pile Driver. The title track, Coco Beware. Coco Beware, yep. Number three. Honky Tonk Man. Yes. 
Number four. Demolition. Yes. Rick Derringer. Number five. Is it Jive Soul, bro? Yes, it is. Okay, I knew it was on there somewhere. Number six. Number six, that's going to be on the second side. Now I'm in the woods. Now I'm a little... I may need a hint. Uh, I might be able to give you one, baby. Is that a Jimmy Hart thing? <laughs> what did Jimmy Hart have on that CD? You would know it. Oh, crank it up. Yep. Yeah, crank it up. There you go. Uh, but yeah, because they did an angle where he was managing somebody. Who was he managing at that point? Uh, the Heart Foundation. Uh, okay. And he was supposed they, they teased Crank It Up because it was going to be this cool new music for the Heart Foundation, and the Young Stallions stole it somehow. Oh, okay. And then that became their music. And it was like, yeah, they're baby faces, but they're coming out to this Jimmy Hart song. The next one I know, and I don't know why I know it. <sighs> yeah. It was Waking Up Alone by Billy <laughs> Jim. Yes, it was. And a singing pig called. Like, now, now I'm going to tell you. Uh huh. There's only three songs left. You got this. I don't. I know. Yes, you do. I know two of them for sure. You know three of them for sure. I don't know the third one. Yes, you do. I don't know the next one. You might not know that. You, <laughs> you do. Know I know it. the song. I'm sure. Oh, you know it. It's on. It's. I even said it. I. I even said this to you, because I said I, there was a couple songs that I threw on the list, uh -huh. and, and this is this is on it. There was two two of these songs, I put on the. Oh, list. Oh, I know what it is. I got. I'm. I'm. I, I'm in. What's that? Stand back by yes. Vince McMahon. Okay. Yep. A lot of these songs were performed on the Slammy Awards, which was around this time. Right. Uh, I, I'm locked in now. Um, and then and then it is uh, a duet. A duet between Gene Okerlund yep. and Rick Derringer of Rick Derringer's hit Rock and Roll Hoochie Coo. Right. And then we close off with the We Are the World of Professional Wrestling. If you only knew the baby faces and the heels and, and um, one of the earliest battle raps. It, no, it's not a rap. It's just a song. Right, right, right. If you only knew. Um, the peace dealing resistance of the uh, rock and wrestling era. I, I did. That, that's Rene Dupree. This is Robbie Dupree. Yeah, that was uh, La Resistance. La Resistance, yeah. yes. All right. Uh, now we're going to move on to, because you, you, you named some of the songs that I had on the list for what I want to t uh, talk to. Uh, we got to get to it. AWA. Oh, yes. The Wrestle Rock Rumble. The Wrestle Rock Rumble. This was in 1986, I believe. And Wrestle Rock was a big show they were doing in Vegas. And AWA, one of their... their I mean, they, they were known as the Minnesota Territory. Minneapolis was like their home base. That was where Vern Gagne was from. But one of the biggest cities they promoted, probably the biggest city was like their territory, was Chicago. Yeah. And they would do big shows at Comiskey, Comiskey Park. And 85 and 86 is when you have the 85 Bears, one of the greatest football teams of all time, uh, a pop culture phenomenon, and they did the Super Bowl Shuffle. Right. And you've probably heard that before. It of was course, yeah. The big song that did like kind of like early rap, like very bad rap. And it was like Vince, Mc Vince McMahon, Jim McMahon, Walter Payton, a lot of the Bears like singing rap. I think Mongo McMichael was on there because he was on that team. Oh, wow. And... It spawned a lot of imitators. There is a, um, the Philadelphia Eagles did a version called Buddies Watching You a few years later. Uh, it, it was kind of the inspiration for the Glow songs that the, the Glow Girls would always have their songs. Yep. That was like, heavily inspired by the Super Bowl shuffle. And the most direct ripoff of that in professional wrestling was the Wrestle Rock Rumble, where it was all of the, all of the different people in, Matches at Wrestle Rock, rapping about their matches. Wasn't 
wasn't Mr. Perfect on that? Yes, uh, Kurt Hennig and Scott Hall and were the tag team champions. And it's funny because later on he does I rap Hate Rap. Crap, yeah. yeah. He's a hypocrite. Yeah, he is such a hypocrite because he had bars, man. Yeah, no, no, he was not. Oh, Two he... people on that thing were okay. One was actually pretty good. Um, considering. Considering. Nick Bockwinkle wasn't bad. <laughs> right, right, yeah. Nick Bockwinkle could, he, 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 could, he had a little bit of a flow. And the best rapper was probably Larry Zbysko. Yeah. The living legend. That's funny. The great Larry Zbysko uh, was probably the uh, the best one of them all. Right. And, but yeah, uh, um, the funniest one of all was probably uh, either of the Ganyas, either Greg or Vern. Didn't they do a version of this? Did they do it in Glow? The... The, the TV show, not 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 the not the actual Glow. Rap. They may have. Okay. Yeah, Glow would always they would do it like they would do a rap at the beginning of the show, and then every Glow girl had their rap before their match. Too Glow did it a lot. Right. Yeah. And then a lot of Glow, not a lot of Glow imitators. At least one Glow imitator did it. Wrestlelicious. Right. Wrestlelicious was the one because you had Wow, which has gone on and off and it's coming back now again. Yeah, with and uh, David McLean. Yeah, David McLean. Of, of course, he's the one that did glow and all yeah. that stuff and uh it's going to be uh who's like a figurehead in it? Like AJ Lee? AJ Lee is going to be like a commentator. Yeah. They and signed Tessa Blanchard Tessa again. Tessa Blanchard, right. The but, money behind it is Jeannie Buss. She owns the um the Los Angeles Lakers. Okay. Now, if you're not familiar with Tessa Blanchard, she is the daughter of Tully Blanchard, one of the four horsemen. Uh, she is a fantastic worker. She's excellent, one of the, one of the wrestling. best women, uh, worker, one of the best workers around today. Uh, one of these locker room problems like you're hearing with, with Charlotte, like people where, go, where she goes, controversy seems to follow. And, but I think personally, this is where I stand on this. I think she's one of these people are jealous. People don't like her. So they're going to be like, Hey, if I make a big stink and I have friends, uh it's it's gonna be a me versus them it's gonna be a pylon uh you know pack mentality thing so i think that even if she wasn't that much of a problem there's a few people against her so you have chelsea green and uh, allison k and there's a couple people that have you know friends and so because she has people are like oh nobody likes her but she had a lot of people stand up for her too i was mm -hmm. reading all these different people that were standing up for her but it just seems to be that it's like when you when you have you give you say a hundred things to somebody, and you say ninety nine really fucking nice things to them, and you're putting them over and whatever, and you say that one fucking thing, that's going to be the one that stands out the most. And I think that that's what happens with 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 uh, Tessa is that the few bad things that people are saying seem to stand out the most. Uh, she's been accused of being racist, which I don't know how true that is. Um, but, you know, they say she's got nuclear heat and now she's got the shirt that goes along with it. Right. You know, doing that whole like she's capitalizing off of it. I mean, and it has uh, the her perception has probably cost her jobs because talent wise, there's no reason she shouldn't be in WWE or AEW at this point. Well, I think that it's one of those people are, are like that today where they hear something and they're like, well, we don't have any real, you know, proof. Plus, plus there's the thing with Impact where she wouldn't come in and drop the belt. Or yeah, that, the belt. that is that's where I'm like, well, that's one thing that I that's not even hearsay. That's just something that's yeah, true. She was a champion. Then they had to strip her the title. That is fact. Yeah, that's fact. And that that would keep me from I would go. Eh, I don't know, but we'll see. We'll see what's going to happen. Time will tell. It's like uh, who's that girl that, that just keeps 
Every time she's got a job, she she Kylie uh, Ray. Kylie, I would never hire. It's not her. even when she has the job. Like there was, she was literally going to win the Impact title and said she was retiring. Yeah, there it, seemed to be some very serious mental health issues. Sure, there. but but it, it's it, it seemed like other times though that she was going to. I could be wrong. I just she. I would never hire her. I would never hire that person. Not because she's got mental health. I have mental health. We all have mental health. Right, but it can impair your ability. I understand what you're saying. Like. It's one of those things they say in sports, your best ab- uh, best ability is availability. Right. So if you're having these problems, maybe it's best to just look for somewhere else. Look for an avenue that's yeah. not going to Yeah, I wish her well, dude. She, yeah, no, I I hope she, she seems can like a get the help really, she needs. She like, seems like a really important. sweet person and uh you know, like, if, I don't think it's oh I had the job. She's not Shawn Michaels. Oh, I had the job I, I, I'm hurt. I, I don't like, know that. I don't know that. I don't know. Because like literally, she was going when she left Impact, and, and yet, the night she left, she was going to and win what about the, title. the times? What about the times when she was going to job? She had a job, and then she quit. she's lost matches. But what about the other times that she's? It was never like when she was going to drop a title. Yeah, I have no idea. I don't know what it. I don't know what it. I don't know that that's not the case. It could be. It could be that she. Well, AEW wasn't dropping a title. She was never the champion. Who said it's about job? You're like, the only one. But no, she's about... lost matches though. Yeah, like... but maybe she didn't want a job to certain people or, okay, or certain yeah. times. Uh, I just I don't think she strikes me as somebody. That it's a le- legitimate mental health issue and not. I'm taking my ball and going home. That uh, that's I... just my impression of her situation. Well, that's what I think a lot of the mental health is. Oh, trying to get my thoughts here. But no, I I certainly do think some people are literally legitimately grappling with things. <laughs> uh, yeah, and... I, I I know I I I, I grapple with it. I have that, but I think that uh, some people, it's its hard to discern right now, like, who's using that, right. like, like the Ben Simmons, like we said earlier, like, is Ben Simmons just, is he just saying, like, like, like with that Simone Biles uh, girl, remember people, people were saying the same thing about her, too, mm-hmm. like, it was the same thing, like, oh, she lost a step, or she wasn't doing as great, so... But she even said, like, go- coming back to the Olympics was a mistake. She's she's admitted as much. Right. She wasn't in the right headspace. Yeah, and I think that, like, and some people get pissed off because it's like, dude, you're, you're taking a spot from somebody else that really wanted it, that wasn't going to quit. And now it's like people are being applauded for being... And I see, because there's, there's a couple different mindsets here. There's the old school, like, fuck it, like, we shouldn't put over quitters... Blah, 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 blah. But then there are all the people who are like, no, we should care about mental health more than your, you know, like what you think. There's, you know what I mean? Like there's mm-hmm. different, there's different uh, schools of thought here. Um, and I'm not saying which one I fall into. I'm just saying that I'm just giving you how people think. Mm-hmm. Um, I I kind of do fall in personally, do fall into like, uh, it's, it's shitty though, that you like, you should have fucking really knew about that before you got there taking the spot from other people just because you're, 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 you know, look, if you fucking just don't do well, then don't do well. That's great. But don't quit on, on, you know, as you get that far, but it is what it is. Like it happened. Um, if it's something that's really like mentally bothering you, I, I just, but for me, it's like when things are, I just don't do them. You know what I mean? Like, I don't, right. I don't go that far. And I think that if I did go that far, I would just push myself like it's the fucking Olympics. It's really important. You know, like that's how I see it. Some people don't think that it's that important. They're like, nah, my my mental well-being. But it's a tough thing, man. I think people are getting used to it. So new to, to certain people. Maybe in 10, 15 years, it'll be so super commonplace. For people I'm sure that, it will be. Yeah. You know, um, 
where it would have never happened 30, 40 years ago. Right. You didn't do that. Like, if you quit, you would have probably just been never got a fucking yeah, chance. Yeah, yeah. Like, if you, would, if you would have done that in, in wrestling in the 50s, you would have been blackballed. Right. Um, I get it. I get it. There's, I, I'm probably, I probably still, even though I suffer from, you know, mental health things, uh, I, I understand a lot of the, like, old school thinking. Uh, Kylie Ray would never, I would never hire her. Not that I don't like her or anything like that. Uh, it's just because she doesn't seem. Yeah, for me, it always been the back of my head is, is this going to last? Is she going to come in? Is she yeah. going to no show the day of? But I mean, that happens in wrestling. If you're running an indie, that happens all the time. Like, if I was WWE, it would give me pause on signing her. I think it's why they haven't signed her. Yeah. Uh, I mean, AEW, she was already there. Impact, she was already there. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Who knows? Um, but, but with that, Tessa. Yeah, she's uh who the hell knows, man. I think that if she she could turn herself around, I'm sure if she shows that she has great work ethic and she shows up and she she's not a problem in the locker room there, uh she could build bridges again. Yeah, that that's that's the big thing cuz the work ethic is there as far as as a except for like not showing up. No, I'm, ta- I'm that's what I'm, yeah. ta- I'm talking specifically. Like, when we know act- the work ethic is yeah, there when, as far as like bell to bell there's no one better probably as far as women in wrestling. Right there, now. there if if there are if there are who like there aren't very many. I mean, no. it's probably some Japanese woman. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. There's maybe who Asuka? Asuka, I think is excellent. Asuka, like, she doesn't get a chance to show it, but Asuka, I think is incredible. Yeah, you know, I mean, it's all subjective. People think I, I read comments where people are like, Charlotte Flair sucks. I wish they were fired. She's not yeah. even a good wrestler. Like, okay. Yeah, that, right. that's just silly. You're just an idiot that doesn't understand wrestling. Right. Uh, th- there are people like, like you might like Bianca Belair, but let's face it, she's no Sasha Banks. Yeah, she, there, there's she, a she needs a little more work. She she could be there someday, but yeah, not now. There's a handful of people that can fucking work that are women. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think it's like in WWE, Sasha, Bailey, Charlotte. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think Becky Lynch uh, was very fucking good. Becky Lynch, uh, Shayna Baszler. Oh, yeah. Fucking just go. Uh, mm-hmm. Natty. Yeah, I'm I'm a big fan of Shotzi. I think Shotzi's, Shotzi's very good. She's a little bit more sports entertainment, but she can fucking grapple. There's a lot of shit mm-hmm. she can do. Like, I, yeah, I think Shotzi's one of those. Yo, like, Shirai, if you're going to NXT, yeah, I think it was excellent. There's a lot uh, of those. Who was oh, her dude, who's the girl that I'm like, I love now. I'm like, oh, she's badass. Zoe Stark is Zoe that her Stark, name? Yeah. yeah. Oh, oh there, yeah, there, this is a hey, there's fuck. never been a better time for women's wrestling in America. OK, listen, listen to these words. Fuck you. If you don't like women's wrestling and you complain about it. Like Jim Cornette, I think. I think. Is it him? There's I don't some, know. Somebody yeah. that, that just doesn't like women's wrestling. Fuck you. Uh, Brian last I know was saying that he wouldn't uh, if he was doing a promotion, he wouldn't have women's wrestling on there. At all. Mm-hmm. Fuck you. If I was doing it, I would, I would almost like, cause I, the stock thing now is like, if you're doing an eight match card, you want six men's matches and two women's matches. I would almost go five and three or four and four at this point. There's so much talent out there. I don't think I would go four and four. And I certain, there's one thing that I wouldn't do because it shows like, I, cause I don't see it really being a ratings booster is putting women on the main event right now. It depends on the women. Like, if you're doing an indie and you can't really get men to come in, but, like, who's going to be... Like, indies, like, a lot of times you want somebody... Like, a name. You want to bring in a name as sure. your draw. Right. If, you, if you're, if you like, uh, booking an indie and, like, for some reason you can't get, like, a, a, an Ace Austin or... I'm thinking people around here that sure. work indies around here. Facade. Uh, 
Um, is he a troll? He kind of. Okay. He uh, was very over in uh, PPW, which okay. is a local indie. Sure, sure. Um, if you can't get like a Davey Richards or somebody like that. Or Dan Housen. Or Dan, well, you, you definitely can't get Dan Housen now. His leg's broken. Thanks, Housen. Facade. <laughs> if, um, if it was Facade. Yeah, I, I, I don't know, but I. He was I, in that match, right? Yeah, and, okay. and I know he does a coast to coast, and that I don't know if it was him though. Okay, and and then accidents happen. Obviously, sure. he's not maliciously right, right, trying to hurt somebody. Uh, but if you can't get any of those people, but oh, we can get um, Mercedes Martinez, or we can get um, the Iconics. If I can get the Iconics to come in, and I can't get a male star, the Iconics are going to be in my main event. I. I'm with Cornette on this one where it's like, I know that men still struggle with women and that will turn them away as far as women being your main event. They mm-hmm. don't like it. Guys don't like it and it will turn them away. So if if you know that it can work, but then again, then, do na- it. then again, your name doesn't always have to be in the main event. They could be a lot of times you want your name to be if they especially if they're winning. You want them to be in the last match before intermission so that you can do the photo op with them. And then your main event will be like your champion, who's usually a local guy. Right. Um, yeah, I, I just I, I I think that like if I was running a promotion, don't yeah, I don't think that I would be putting a woman as right now because I don't think that we're I don't think that we're ready for that. It, yet. it wouldn't be what I was, yeah. it wouldn't be my go to thing unless I was running a, a promotion that was only women's wrestling, obviously. And I think that which some people do. And I, then I think that some people think that that means that you don't like I think it's 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 a business thing. But like anything else, I think it's also context dependent. Um, I think it's business. I think it's like, let's look at what's your your main like your fan base. You're, if you're looking at demographics, it's men. It's a mm-hmm. it's a it's a men uh centric sport uh, it is but that is how wwe has kind of stayed afloat they have a good split now like a lot of their audience is women AEW kills them in men right but women they kill AEW and women a lot of women don't watch AEW. right because AEW puts on a good product and wwe doesn't and that's unfortunate so you think women like bad wrestling i think women like women's stuff that's that's a little hokey it's hokier. Uh, I think that, and, and the women's wrestling is certainly good in WWE, um, but it's but it's not as good as the men's wrestling. What, what a lot of AEW. people attribute to is shows like Total Divas and to- Total Bellas that that's uh, bringing it's that crossover. Yeah, yeah, and like people and women sample that because they they watch those uh, those a lot of the networks are on like E and things right, like that. Yeah, you had you Skew had the, female the, heavy the, and the then bell, the Bellas were there's crossover. The Bellas were bringing them in. Um, so it's like, would I never do it? No, it's it, nothing ever works until the first time it works. Right. And I'm, they've had women main event WrestleMania. WrestleMania didn't suffer. Yeah. Uh, it's like, it's one of those things where I think AEW sees, I think they understand. Like if I'm running the, if I'm running the show though, who am I putting the main event? Whoever I think is going to sell the most tickets. Like, like, if look, it's a woman, it's a woman. If it's a man, it's a man. Look, let's, let's see. Let's say that uh, early nineties, really heavy gimmick uh characters pop your ratings mm-hmm. like your duke the dumpster drossy and right. your and, and doink and uh papa shango and shit like that okay repo man oh, fine repo man yeah all those all those type of characters really work mm-hmm. and you know it's a sure thing is that what you're gonna put in your promotion it was my goal to make art or is my goal to make money? Right, exactly. That's what you have to ask yourself right. at that point. And, and I think that AEW's goal is to 
make art and make money. And I think that they're, I mean, I, you know, I don't know that they're making money. I don't know if they're turning a profit now, but I think that they're doing, they're doing well. I think. I think they're, I think they're doing good as far as getting those laps fans back. Mm-hmm. They're getting a lot of uh, people that aren't watching WWE. that are like, ah, fuck that happy horse shit. Mickey mouse shit over there. Fuck that. I want real wrestling, uh, you know, as close to a, a, ja- a Japan as possible. And that's what people like. Like, I don't necessarily like the Young Bucks style, but a lot of people do. And you're mm-hmm. not getting a lot of that shit over on WWE. So right. so it is an alternative. Oh, well, it totally is. I love AEW. Yeah, and, you know, they don't have a... You know what they need to do, though? They need to do music. They do. They need to do a song with their <laughs> rosters. That's the thing, though. Today, you couldn't do that. Like, I don't even know if you could do that with WWE because WWE has always been cartoon, mm-hmm. like cartoon-ish. Uh, it, it, like, I was a big WCW fan, but, like, it got gimmicky and cartoonish, you know, like, in the early 90s. Uh with like Vader and like some of those characters, even though they were kind of badass and realistic, mm-hmm. th- th- there was a little bit of a cartoon aspect. And then definitely like with dungeon of doom and shit like that. Yeah. It was very like WWF. Yeah. It was a kitty version of Kevin Sullivan's army of darkness, but it was like a PG WWE version. Yeah. Like WWF version at the time. So, so at that point you could probably do some kind of like split roster singing shit but yeah. you, but you, I couldn't see that in AEW. Like that wouldn't work today. You would have to do it as like a tongue in cheek thing. With I mean, they did have the musical number with Jericho and MJF. Okay. And I hated it. I turned the I turned the channel off. Uh, you I the only way I could see it is on BTE. Yeah, like, you could definitely do it. Like there. being the elite, they could do it. And they could pull it off, and it would be funny. Yeah, I mean I th- the right context. Uh, I be- I become a big fan of that. By the way, BT. B- okay. BT. I fucking hated it at first. Like um. I, I don't I, I don't want to bring up like places where I've done stuff and this is before I was like involved with their product but Camp Leapfrog did a uh, a cool musical number before one of their shows last or earlier this year. Okay. Uh, they did a show called Camp Love Frog and the opening thing they have a a thing where the different wrestlers are singing and it was to uh, it was like a parody of Love Shack by uh, the B52s. Right, right. Um do you have any uh any other songs oh i i know when we're leaving out so we got to get back let's circle back around to the songs uh the song that we left out was r-a-s-s-l-i-n that's wrestling yeah from the great glen goza the late great glen goza i watched that video for the first time i know the song i've i've seen the video many times i've, I've known the song i've heard the song i never watched the video and i watched the video recently with him getting in the ring and in front of the big crowd mm-hmm. he had already been famous with the world-class crowd okay because before this um when david von eric died You're right and david von eric was supposed to be the von eric that was going to be was he the barefoot one that was kevin kevin's was the kevin. one kevin's the one that lived oh, um, shit, that's right yeah david was that the, was a secret uh, don't wear shoes david was the one that was supposed to be the nwa champion okay. like kerry might have had a better look david was the one that could wrestle at nwa style they even 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 had him be in florida as a heel for a little bit because to be the nwa champion the perception was you had to work heel david was the 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 von eric kid that was supposed to be the one and he died okay he, he was one of the first ones to die 
uh, besides the one that died when they were kids. And when he died, they did this thing called the David Von Erich Memorial Tournament of Champions. And they, um, this Glenn Goza guy that did the wrestling song, he did a song called Heaven Needed a Champion. And that was where he first kind of got on the radar that, for them. And later he did wrestling, which was much more funny and lighthearted and uh, kind of, um, yeah, much more lighthearted. I don't know how funny it was, but yeah, just talk, uh, this guy talking about blowing everything off because he's gone to wrestling. R-A-S-S-L-I-N, that's wrestling. That is wrestling. Uh, what other songs uh, can you remember that were, that were like wrestling influence or wrestling songs like that? Like you had, like, if you only knew, cause mm-hmm. like that was a great time back in the eighties were a great time for those wrestle rock rumble. And uh, if you only knew and stand back and all those big, like Vince loved all that shit, all those goofy wrestling yeah. albums and stuff like that. And then you had uh, Glenn Goza doing that. Uh, there was, oh, uh, Otto, uh, Otto Vons, Otto Vons in Europe. Yeah. He, uh, he had a song called Young, Strong and Healthy. If you look up Battle Royal, Young, Strong and Healthy, it came out in 1989. Okay. Otto Vons was the head of the, um, he was the owner of the Catch Wrestling Association. Okay. He was a former AWA world champion. I believe they always said that. He uh, bought an AWA title reign by buying, uh, getting Vern Gagne and his wife a free trip to Germany. Oh, shit. Uh, so he was the AWA champion for a minute. Was he like a legit catch wrestler? He may have been. He was a very big guy. Oh, wow. I don't know if he was a weightlifter or a wrestler or what he was. But yeah, Otto Vons was um, the head of this thing in in, um, in Europe called the CWA. Wasn't there an Otto Schwanz, too? That was, yeah, he was one of the dubs, I believe. Okay. Um. And yeah, they they came out with a song called Young, Strong, and Healthy, which is definitely in the vein of like a Wrestle Rock Rumble and things like that. I'm not sure if there's any people like a lot of Americans would know because a lot of them were like European wrestlers. Right. I know like PN News, before he was PN News, was a big star there, Cannonball Grizzly. Okay. Uh, but I don't remember if he was in there. Mantar was a big star over there for yo a little baby, bit. Yo, baby, yo, baby, yo. Yeah. Uh, so that that's a that's a more obscure one to look up is Young, Strong, and Healthy by Battle Royal. Uh, if you know any that you're listening and you know any that we didn't mention or that you're like, duh, you guys forgot this, let us know. Email us at cheesesteaksuplex at gmail.com. Mm-hmm. And uh, one, uh, there's a whole album. Do you ever hear Terry Funk did an album in Japan? No. Yeah. I, uh, it was oh, called, like, and there's another one that I'm forgetting, too. Boss? No, uh, no. Uh, but, but I I he's more cons- of an MMA guy. Yeah, I don't consider him a pro. No, Randy Savage. Oh, be a man. Yeah, the be rap man, album. Logan. Come on, don't be scared or scared or scared. Whatever the fuck. <laughs> yeah, there's a song about. Uh, there's like a song for Kurt Henning on there. Hulk Hogan had Hill's album with like uh, I want to be a Hulkamaniac, like Hulk Hogan and the Wrestling Boot Band. Yeah, he had um, he had a song about Hulkster goes to heaven. Uh, yeah, that that was just not a good album. Oh, jeez. Uh, you had the mid '90s WWF album that they that Simon Cowell helped right, produce. Right, right, right. Yeah. Uh, WrestleMania the album. We had all them. Yeah. Well, you had them, and I. I, I never had the Hogan album. I never had the Macho Man album. But we listened to them. Though. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, everything was easier to find later. Because it was on the internet. At that yeah. Point. Slam Jam was a, a wrestling album WCW put out. It had like uh, the Rick Man Called Sting was on that one, and um. That, they were just different. That was, uh, and f- they called him the natural. Natural. That was on that one. That was fun. Uh, back then, we would just like load up the fucking CD player and 
just play video games and yeah. shit. Like I, I feel like I feel like we can't do that today. It's not the same. Like you can do it. I mean, literally, yeah. you can play music and we could yeah. play video play video games, but it's not the fucking same. I think that the comfort was knowing that like your mom was downstairs. Yeah, you're a kid with less responsibilities. Right. Yeah. But but even with not with the responsibility thing. Like I think it's just a comfort knowing that like but but even if like we we were back on Wayne Avenue and your mom was still alive, could we still sit up in that bedroom today? It's, di- it's different when you're 38 than when and you were 41. 15. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's just different. But no no, but I wonder if your mom was still alive and we were and we had well, I don't know, house. let's resurrect my mom and find out. Can I can I finish? Go ahead. Oh, thank you. But I wonder if your mom was still alive and we had that house, if we could sit there and play these songs and like play the video games, if it would feel like, oh shit, this like brings me back. Or is it just like, nah, nah, I can't. I I, I think it it was a time and place. I don't know because you play video games all the time. And I think that you enjoy them the same at 38 as you did when you were eight or 18. Is there a difference? Do you do you feel different when you play them? Because I can't. Like, when was the last time I played a wrestling game with you? We, me, and oh, you it's used, been years. We used to I play haven't. I haven't been playing the WWE games lately either. But we used to play all the time. Yeah. And I, the last game I played with you was Rocket League. As a matter of fact, I remember the last game I played mm-hmm. was with my son, my oldest oh, yeah, son, yeah, yeah. and I sucked, and he wouldn't let me hear the end of it, and he didn't want to play with me, or I quit, or something. Because he was just like giving me shit. Cause yeah, he I, winning was very important to him. Yeah, it's less about the fun of playing the game. And I, for me, it's always about the fun. Mm-hmm. It's always about the I, unless you're playing Soulcom. Uh, because that you can't have fun with that. That was we were in a fucking tournament. No, even if it wasn't a tournament, because it's always about it's not the same thing as like it's not this because there was like kill. Like, it really mattered. It like your KDR mattered because you were trying to get your clan to get into the fucking e seals like you wanted to build your clan up we weren't trying to build our clan up for anything we would have never ever been close to the fucking e seals of of rocket league yeah we at least were getting close to some kind of shit in socom it was different it was just a whole different type of game so it mattered that mattered to be see that was a game where you had to be a little bit more serious I mean, if you just didn't care, you just wanted to fucking play, fine. But we were in a clan where we played with a lot of other kids, too, that were fucking... Yeah. They were they were good, and I was the worst of everybody, I think. And I, was I the, think you were better than me. I was the clan leader. Yeah. Uh, of SOCOM? Yeah. Oh, was I? I think so, yeah. Maybe. I'm, I would have my hot streaks, but you were generally better than me, I'm, I think. I'm, I'm typically better at shooters than you. Yeah. You're, you're better at every other fucking game than I am. But shooters, I'm, I'm, I, I know, I know for certain, I was better at fucking uh, Black Ops. Black Ops. Yeah, I wasn't a fan of Black and, Ops. And and uh, Destiny. Yeah, Destiny. Yeah. yeah, I'm definitely. I like, I like shooter games. And I would be hot and cold on those games. Like there would be times where, like I suck, suck, suck. And then, boom! I just destroy everybody, and then I suck, I suck, I suck. Yeah. Do you remember when we played SOCOM? Uh, of course you remember. I don't know what I'm asking, but it's kind of like it's one of these like. Almost like a rhetorical question. I ask it's it's more for the audience to know. But uh OC Dirty Jesus. Yeah. Dude, that dude was insanely fucking good. He was like scary. It was like, 
Oh shit, Dirty Jesus is playing. What he had a cool fucking name. Yeah. Like his name was OC Dirty Jesus. Mm-hmm. And, and then I was like, I want to be Dirty Jesus. I just want to take that name. <laughs> like it's like the name Orange Cassidy. Like I I feel like no matter what name I come up with, it'll never be as good as Orange Cassidy. Yeah, I the only time I think I ever had a cool name is when I was Red River Jack. That's a cool name. Yeah, we took it from wrestling. And I took it from yeah. wrestling. I took it from Bruiser Brody. Yeah. And you didn't wear no mouthpiece. I didn't wear no mouthpiece. Uh, yeah, I, I took Red River Jack from that. But anyway, uh, all right. So, yeah, that's that's going to wrap it up. Uh, like I said, if, if there's any song that you know you could think of or album or something, and you're like, oh, you guys left this out, let us know at Cheesesteak Suplex at gmail.com. Uh, or send us a message on uh, one of the many social media platforms that we're on. And also buy a shirt, because that would be very nice of you. It would be. Yeah. So uh, help support us in these tough and trying times of COVID. Right? Yes. Okay. Support us. All right. Or else. So uh, that's all I have. And you? Eh, that's it. We'll just call them right.
messing around. 